Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs England daily podcast by the fans for the fans. Virat Kohli's India with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour. Good luck to both sides. May the best team win. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Test Match Daily. It's obviously a day off between the second and third Test Matches. We talked a lot about England on the show yesterday. We're going to talk about India today. I'm James the Cricket Badger and today I'm joined by Naman Shah and Rito Maitra. Naman, uh, let's start with you. It's um, obviously terrific performance from India in the second Test Match. It's just go again, isn't it? You know, they, they've got a little bit of time off to regroup. They just need to go again and, and do the same again. Yeah. Yes, pretty much uh, this uh, off time was uh, badly needed, not only for India, also for England. Everyone are going to regroup again. And uh, yes, uh, owing to COVID scenarios and bio bubbles, the rest is also needed. So much needed break. Uh, everyone will regroup. And uh, yes, they have arrived in Ahmedabad, I just saw today. So uh, net practice and everything is going to start from tomorrow and also regrouping and also the team meetings. And also, yes, they are going to gear up for the ping ball test. Rito, obviously your Indian living in India, but you're supporting England in this series. From from an English perspective, where are the weaknesses in this Indian side? Where can England actually try and expose some holes in that Indian team? Because there there aren't too many obvious ones. Well, James, if you look at India, still, Shubman Gill is a potential weakness for them. He hasn't quite nailed the under position since his impressive debut in in Australia. And that second seamer will be the seamer to accompany Jasper Dumrat in that pink test match. That's somewhere that England can put some pressure on on India. Naman, any worries for you as far as India concerned? Rita just mentioned a couple there, potentially. But from your perspective as an Indian fan, do you see any weaknesses, any glaring holes in this Indian team? Not that much but I agree on one point uh, with Rito I feel uh, Shuman Gill uh, now needs to buck up and uh, yes uh, he won't get too many chances that on in India so he needs to score a big uh, rest of the players I think uh, they are pretty much balanced side and everyone are jumping in whenever needed so overall uh, quite balanced side and I don't quite agree uh, with the fast bowling attack I feel Ishan Sharma and Siraj are equal gunning uh, uh, fast bowlers which uh, India is having right now. So we are having a quite balanced side apart from the opening partnership. Overall, a good side to compete with England in the third Test. Uh, also, this IPL auction has set up uh, and uh, 
the confidence level of pujara i am i'm so happy for him that he has been bought by csk and is part of ipl so it will only add to his confidence so so happy for him it wasn't an obvious choice that was it watching the ipl auction today that pujara would get snapped up everybody thinks of pujara as being that doggy determined test match player who doesn't necessarily go along too much above 50 per 100 balls if that the ipl seems a long way away from some of his test match innings but obviously csk have seen something there obviously and uh, yes uh, csk if you see overall in last 2 3 years they have been kind to few players and uh, yes pujara adds to the balance uh, to the teams where they are everyone is going berserk right from start ball uh, right from the ball one but uh, he is the one who will be uh, balancing the side also during the world cup if you remember saurav ganguly had mentioned because we are struggling with number 4 batsman in the team we went with vijay shankar someone suggested manish pandey also shreya sayer ganguly was the one who suggested uh, cheteshwar pujara so uh, everyone are not relying on him or uh, not having an eye on him on white ball cricket but uh, he has uh, a lot to prove with white ball cricket also and he is not the one who should be discarded totally he needs a chance especially at this age and he is not that bad that he goes gets to be unsold i feel he is better than robin uttappa in white ball cricket uh, in recent years so i feel uh, he should be given a chance and he has got one well deserved one Rito, looking at the the news around the uh, the world at the moment, David Lloyd's come out and been quite critical of Virat Kohli. Um, his uh, his conduct really in that second Test match. I tweeted at the time that I, it was out of order that Virat Kohli was kind of squaring up to the umpire and remonstrating with him about a decision. Obviously, a lot of the decisions in that Test match weren't perfect, but there's no excuse for a player to publicly square up to an umpire. David Lloyd's calling for Virat Kohli to be suspended for three games. I think that's probably a little bit drastic, but I do agree with Bumble that Virat Kohli was out of order. How do you see it? And do you, do you think that the match referee has been wrong to ignore it, seemingly? Well, I agree with both of you as well, James. Probably because it was Virat Kohli, he got away with it. Now, an Indian match uh, match referee probably didn't see his act seriously at a foreigner might. And we saw with Joe Root as well with that Ajinkya Rahane. The, the third umpire got it wrong, but the way he handled the thing, he just shook his head and went off. But Virat Kohli, the way he spoke with the umpire there, was just a disgrace. Naman Bumble, a quote from him, no word of any disciplinary action against Virat Kohli then. I chuckle and I despair. Cricket is so archaic. The captain of a national team is allowed to criticise, berate, intimidate and ridicule an official on the pitch. And he was allowed to carry on playing on in the second test. In any other sport, he would have been sent off the field. Kohli certainly shouldn't be playing in Ahmedabad next week says David Bumble Lloyd. Do, do you agree with any of that at all, Naman? Obviously, you're going to be a proud Indian and you're going to be hoping the captain's available, but it did seem strange that he's allowed to do that. It's almost like we expect that from Coley, so he gets away with it. If it was somebody else, for sake of argument, if Dan Lawrence had done the same thing in an England shirt without the reputation behind him, I think he would have been dealt with. Yes, I totally agree there. Uh, maybe not for three test matches, at least for one test match, uh, because these are the captains and these are heroes whom people look up to and uh, these are the gestures which no one would accept and especially coming from Virat, uh, no one would like that. So he himself would have felt guilty after the match, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, yes, the action should have been taken irrespective of any player, whether they are good or bad, every player should be respected because they are playing for their own country, whether those, those players are in ICC top 10 rankings or not. Irrespective of that, uh, I feel uh, punishment should have been given. How much uh, we are not uh, the best uh, people to decide, but uh, yes, the example should 
should be set over there and uh, even the umpires yes they are human beings they are here to make mistakes too even the players and the bowlers make but uh, yes the example should have been set there by uh, punishing him at least uh, maybe one test match i feel three uh, maybe too harsh but yes irrespective of punishment uh, how much uh, he should have there should be an example have been set i, th- I think if uh, if bumble had written that piece and said a little bit of a rap on the knuckles it wouldn't have had the same impact would it so i think he's gone for three to kind of catch the eye i wouldn't imagine it would be he would be expecting three but i think certainly more than nothing would be uh, the uh, expected outcome i think from a lot of people watching virat kohli's conduct in that second test match blackratcricket.com handmade english willow bats they do have a cashmere range for bats naught to four starter kit all the way to pro level kit they're based in yorkshire there is team wear available and there is a new signature range coming soon in february bats made by cricketers for cricketers make 2021 count with black rat cricket Moving on to Ahmedabad, obviously a pink ball test match. We spoke a lot about that yesterday. That ground looks tremendous, doesn't it? That's 110,000 capacity. They're talking about 50,000, or sorry, 55,000 spectators, 50% of the uh, ground being in that test match for the third pink ball test. Rito, I mean, you, you and Naman are both over there in India. I'm reading pieces suggesting that India have got it sorted in terms of COVID, that it's uh, it's not a problem. I was a little bit perturbed, I think, in that second test match when, as I understood it, the rules for the spectators going into the ground in Chennai were that they had to socially distance and they had to wear masks and on the TV there didn't seem to be any evidence of that actually being forced in the ground are you at all concerned Rito with the Ahmedabad Stadium being at 50% well I'm very concerned James the way we saw the uh, in Chennai probably only a few of the people were wearing masks and there was potentially zero social distancing with 14,000 people now think about 55,000 at Motorera yes it's a bigger stadium but still 55,000 and if anything if the second test match was anything to go by probably we are going to see a spike in the number of cases here in India again What are your thoughts now man there does seem to be a little bit of politics involved in all of this talking to various people Modi the Prime Minister has, has got when I say investment I don't mean financial but certainly he's, he's put a lot into getting that ground sorted out yeah there's a number of very high profile people that have got probably got the decision making in their hands in terms of fans going into that ground seem to be a little bit conflicted because they're actually invested in trying to make that ground look good because they had a part to play in it. Yes, that's a point there, but I don't think so. There is anything related to politics over here because uh, I feel Gujarat and Naman, no, uh, Naman, no, Naman, no, Naman. No, there's politics I'm everywhere, mate. It's not just cause, it's not just because we're talking about India. There is politics everywhere. There's always politics somewhere. <laughs> Yes, but we also need to see in the parts of India where COVID is under control and where the crowds are. They want to pull in crowds somewhere, yes, because they, this model, the India-England test match is also going to be the base because I feel IPL is going to also be conducted in only fewer grounds where Ahmedabad is going to be won. So, yes, Gujarat is under control uh, where, where Maharashtra is mostly affected, whereas compared to every other states in India. So, I don't think so. It is much. I feel the COVID uh, scenario is taken out out of proportion over here because someday somewhere the crowds are going to be brought in and they had already this was pre-decided I don't think so this decision is taken right away yes maybe it might be political I'm not the right guy to talk on politics over here and yes because if 
irrespective of Ahmedabad, if uh, this ground would have been uh, brought up in any parts of India, the test match would have been there because end of the day, you want to promote the largest uh, ground uh, of the world of, in cricket history, uh, where one like 10 people, 10,000 people are part of this uh, historic uh, ground. So, in, sorry, uh, sorry to just interrupt now, but can, can you not see that there is, from, from the UK here, where mm. obviously we've been hit by COVID as well, as has everywhere in the world. Um, at the moment, we all of our sporting events in the UK are played behind closed doors. The Premier League football, which is seriously high profile, broadcast all over the place, has no crowds in there at all at the moment. And we're watching TV coverage. All of England's games have been played behind closed doors until this series. And then all of a sudden, they're going to be playing in front of 55,000 people. Can you see why people might be a little bit concerned? Because you only need one or two people in that crowd to be asymptomatic and carrying COVID. And if they're close together, that goes around quickly. That's there, uh, James, but I don't think so. COVID is that much uh, in affected right now in those part of uh, areas. I, but there are cases, sorry, sorry, sorry to come back in again, but there are cases there. It's not zero there, cases. There are people in that area with COVID. Even uh, people were infected when Big Bash was going on uh, in parts of Melbourne and Sydney, but those grounds were full during Big Bash. Uh, during that uh, season, nobody raised the question about COVID. So same thing is over here. I myself was planning to go for the third test match, at least for the fourth day and fifth day, which I've chucked right now, because the place where I am staying uh, in Maharashtra, the cases have uh, increased. So it's more about the containment and the restriction and how the COVID is uh, spreading. Uh, and, and, where, so, right? and where you are now, man, where the cases are going up a little bit. I, I know we talked about this a little bit in our WhatsApp group yesterday. My geography of India is terrible, but the, where you are, sort of Mumbai area, isn't that far away from Ahmedabad? And there, there is traffic between the two. So there, there is chances that the cases in Ahmedabad might come up over the last next week or two. Yes, but it's more than 400 kilometers, James. Uh, nobody goes to and pro daily because it's nine to 10 hours of journey from Mumbai to Ahmedabad. Uh, so I don't think so. Uh, the cases are spreading like that because the tourism is on, but nobody is uh, traveling to and fro daily. To from it's impossible to travel daily from Mumbai to Ahmedabad. So I don't think so. That is the case over here. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, together we save balls. Rito, just to round off today, because it's only going to be a short one, because we're going to come back later on for the IPL auction podcast as well. But um, from an English perspective, Joe Root has announced today, or it's been announced today, that Joe Root, as part of England's rotation policy, is going to be missing um, the one-day series against India next month. Obviously, that was kind of comes off the back of the Moen Ali thing about him choosing, in inverted commas, to go home. But you know, this, this is what England are doing, isn't it? They're giving players time off. Obviously, Joe Root is seen as the test captain. And the one-day stuff, they probably can't learn too much from Joe Root in that uh, one day series they're allowing him some time at home with his wife and kids uh, just makes sense that doesn't it 
Yes, James, absolutely it does. And uh, it was probably on the cards. And with England seeing this ODI series as an extended uh, T20 series with the five T20s, so Joe Root not being selected for the ODIs makes massive sense. But uh, I have one question about Chris Wilkes. If doesn't if he doesn't play those three ODIs, and probably he will only play one Test match out of this tour, then why did he travel? I think it's difficult this this time, isn't it? With the with COVID, they're taking bigger squads. By virtue of that, you're going to get players that don't play, aren't you? It's just it's just the nature of the beast. If you're taking squads of 25 to cover for COVID and there are reserves there, some of them aren't going to play. Yeah, that's understandable. But Chris Wilkes is a centrally contracted player. So for him to travel with the squad for so long and to play only one or two matches is a bit of a letdown for him, I think. Well, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, I don't think I'd want to be that person that's carrying drinks and wearing a yellow bib all the way through a series and watching everybody else playing while you're sitting there watching from a distance. But I guess that's just the way of the world at the moment. And I think the way England are playing it and being proactive rather than reactive and waiting for people to get ill, I think it's exactly the right way. Just to finish off with Naman from an English side of things as well, Moen Ali's gone home. We talked about that yesterday in the fallout from that. But he's gone home and, and been picked up by CSK. So he's going to be a happy little bunny. I think it's about $700,000, is it, over the that he's been snapped up for? James, I think that's 700,000 pounds, not dollars. It might be more in dollars. Okay. All right. 700,000 pounds then. But now, man, it's um, been a very strange week for Moeen, hasn't it? In terms of uh, the ups and downs of cricket. Yes, but this is a massive, uh, this is just absolutely great news for Moeen Ali. Yes, uh, he was, it, it's a bit upset in England lost and uh, I don't think so he performed that badly. But uh, as we discussed yesterday, his innings in the second, uh, the way he went for spinners and that too in Chepok uh, made the eyes glitter of all the Chennai selectors and they went for him. Uh, they went the buzzer for Maxwell but ended up buying uh, Moin Ali. So yes, Dhoni might have clearly seen what he is capable of and they went for him. Yes, sad week uh, he maybe wanted to part uh, be part of uh, Red Ball Cricket but end of the day he saw the roadmap ahead for the 2-3 next 2-3 uh, months and uh, chose to be uh, prefer white ball cricket maybe and uh, yes uh, not bad platform to play before the uh, World Cup and uh, everything begins and he is coming back for the white ball cricket uh, uh, superb opportunity and uh, happy for him uh, uh, getting selected for CSK because when we spoke yesterday Naman you didn't think he would be picked up did you so I mean I suppose if anybody was going to pick him up CSK after their woeful season last season they were looking for changes in personnel and they need some people in that middle order to bolster the batting so it's yeah potentially a, a good call for them. Pretty much, but I doubt uh, he is going to get a game, uh, especially after they also ended up buying uh, Krishnapa Gautam. Uh, I feel they are having Sam Karan, they are having Bravo, they are having Faf, uh, they are having Tahir, they are having good foreign players. So I feel not more than three to four matches uh, Moin is going to play, but he is going only going to add up uh, the balance which uh, CSK needs uh, as an off-spinner, as an all-rounder. I feel there is going to be a choice between him and uh, uh, Sam Curran. So, yes, I thought uh, Moin Ali is going to get unsold, but uh, there are so many of uh, plenty of surprises today. Bowlers going for plenty out there and batsmen going for the base prize. Uh, too many surprises bid for today. It's strange, isn't it? How, um, Rito, David Milan, who is the number one ICC ranked T20 player in the world, only went for his base price of, was it 1.5 um, crore? And then you've got other bowlers who are probably less decorated and less exalted in terms of the world rankings are going for huge amounts. Yeah, to put it kindly, James, 
had David Malan been an Aussie, he would have probably gone for 15 crores. This IPL owners, they go just mad after Aussie players. I don't know what's the thing, but still a very good, I think it will have been a very good experience for David Malan playing in the IPL before the T20 World Cup. And that will help England going into that World Cup as well. Well, I think there'd be a few overseas players there trying to uh, either uh, get their games in order or trying to impress the selectors ahead of that uh, T20 World Cup. But the IPL, not too far away. And uh, as Naman and Rito know from the, the last one, we'll be doing our IPL dailies as we go through that tournament. So really looking forward to that. And if you haven't already heard it, coming out later today, there is the IPL Auction podcast where we talk about the uh, ups and downs, the highs and lows, the surprises and the bargains of the IPL Auction 2021. Naman and Rito, thank you very much indeed for joining me today. I'll let you two get back to watching the second half of the auction. And uh, thank you everybody out there for listening. I've been James the Cricket Badger and as the name, Test Daily and well, it's not Test Daily, Test Daily suggests we'll be back again tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. We will be back every day during England's tour of India. Get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter. We hope you are enjoying the cricket. See you again tomorrow. Podcast Network. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.